You are now listening to the Zambian Youth Adventist Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, people? Welcome back to ZYA Podcast. Back again with another one. I'm afraid, actually, uh, the greedy genius Spanky is not available this time around. So imagine the prophet has to take in the responsibility of all people. Amen. You know? I've come down from the mountain, so I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce everyone that's on here. So uh, let's start with um, myself, the prophet MK. You know me. Um, no need for in- introduction. Uh, moving over to the person next to me. Hi guys, welcome. Um, it's Auntie Lou. Obviously, I've come back again. Um, yeah, I've come back to shake some tables. So stay tuned. Okay. Moving over to the next person. Hello, 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 people. It is Chip O here in the view, in the view, view. Guys, this is going to be lit. So let's get cracking. Nice one, nice one, nice one. Uh, over to the next one, our faithful. Yo, 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 yo. Lionel Polanski here, your favorite analyst, ready to give you some of the best news in the world, you know, the best way to uh, digest the news. That's it, that's it. Indeed, indeed. Looking forward to it, man. I, I know you've got some big news as well today. We've had some mad week. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we officially have a guest again. If you're any any type of Zambian in the UK, I'm sure he's helped you with something. <laughs> <laughs> and this is none other than our own Uncle Muntanga. Wow, uh, I, I like the introduction. Hello, hello everyone, hello, and I look forward to this exciting session. Let's see what it goes and what you have for me. Okay, you, you heard that from our very own uncle. But uh, so in uh, regards to our program today, I think we'll just move straight into our members highlight. I don't know if I want to call you Auntie Chi, but I think your name is just Chippo, isn't it? <laughs> um, I, I, I think I'll leave the auntie out of this for now. I'll just, I'll just Chippo for now, Chippy, whichever one, but auntie can wait on the sidelines for a little bit. We're not there yet. What's up, guys? How you doing? Hope you're all good. Hope you're all good. So this is the members highlight. I must apologize, like for all of you who are listening, and I didn't, you didn't say, you didn't hear a hi from me or anything. <laughs> I am so sorry. It is on its way. It's probably just got lost somewhere, but it's coming. Yeah. Really, I just want to bring it a bit closer to us. So we've had a few people um, in the committee, I'd say, who have had some achievements. And so first of all. <clears throat> Let me start with the people who are probably here. Auntie Lou, Auntie Lou, Auntie Lou, you know her voice, you know her. Um, just want to highlight, she just recently submitted her final year dissertation. Man, I'm sure all that struggle, I've seen her, you know, with the struggles of uni, but I'm sure that's like a burden off your shoulders and a relief. Yeah, uni's a scam, by the way, so <laughs> save yourselves and stay home. <laughs> I don't know about Auntie Lou's words of advice there, but guys, um, yeah, take caution before you take on that advice. Um, <laughs> in other words, in other words, go back, uh, Kumushi, and go and go, Nangamukurima. That's it, mate. 
<laughs> Those are your two options. So which way you will go, that's up to you. And then another person that I want to highlight, our very own Supreme Leader. Guys, you know her. She's she's there. She's at the forefront. Hey. Um, I'm sure people know, but she recently just got baptized. The Sabbath gone, guys. Like, ah! wait, wait. Yes, yes, yes. Amen welcome. to that. Amen. Welcome, 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 Supreme Leader. But yes, and another person I want to highlight. I'm just gonna go through them quickly. Um, is our very own. Well, what's what's the name that he uses? He's my uncle. Um, my core fit. Well, he calls me core favorite, so I'm just gonna do core favorite uncle as well. Right, um, Chilala, as you know him, my Sumchun, my very own. Big he also C. recently passed his um, probation at work, so more money. Hey, you'll be hearing away. from me. Like man, like man, like Big C for real, you know. Yeah, I you think he'll be, hearing, he'll be hearing from us very soon. Nando's exactly. here. Yes, money is flowing, guys. So just congratulations to you for passing your probation. Also, and I think other uni people as well. Um, I know Bubotu just recently submitted her assignments for semester one. And there are so many other people who are on the group who are still in uni and have done, um, I think have done some submissions and stuff. So guys, and for those on placements, just keep going. I mean, Auntie Lou said uni is a scam, but guys, you're there already. Just keep going. Stay positive. Go through it. You will experience this, hopefully, just this one time. Unless you want to go on and do masters and PhDs, but guys, that's 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 your choosing. No, um, but guys, remember, it's actually a scam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, Antilu. Um, but guys, stay stay focused. Stay positive. All of you guys who still have assignments to do, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I've been there. Been, it's, yeah, you'll get through it. You will get through it. Okay? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's it. Nah, thank you very much for that, Chippo. There's actually so many people, actually, isn't it? So many people, uh, to, yeah. A lot of people to look at members' highlights. And so thank you very much, Chippo, for that. Yeah. Uh, soon to be auntie. Mm-hmm. And we move over to our news section with Lionel Polanski. And now, the news with Caps. You know what? This week has just been, I don't know, you know, this week has been so many things happening. I, I did not like, even know what to, like, what news to actually pick. So I'm just going to, like, maybe I've got, like, four things. Anyway, if, if like, time lag runs out, the host can always, like, stop me or whatever. Uh, first things first, do you guys follow boxing? Bits and pieces. Me. Yeah, you've lost us there, mate. Yep. <laughs> not like. Did, did you guys have uh, AJ? Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Tyson Fury? What do you mean, hallelujah? Yes. Deontay Wilder. Spinal. Was that a hallelujah from Auntie, like, Auntie Lou? Oh, no, it's just for AJ. I can't lie. Everyone okay. else, I don't know who they are. <laughs> okay, so basically, now, yeah. obviously, like, these three boxes I mentioned, uh, Deontay Wilder, uh, Tyson Fury, and Anthony Joshua, these are basically, like, the top three in the world, like, heavyweights. And uh, they were supposed to be, well, Tyson Fury and uh, Anthony Joshua were supposed to be fighting for the undisputed belt in uh, Saudi Arabia in like August. But there is obviously unfinished business uh, between uh, Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder. So that means uh, the fight between AJ and Fury has, has been maybe postponed until further notice. So that's like 
200 million just gone somewhere else. Wait, quick question: Why Saudi Arabia out of all? Um, because Saudi Arabia could 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 like afford the money uh, that was being asked for. So like for like the license fees for like the news channels, and then obviously like the venue as well. You know, like obviously like Saudi Arabia. I think there's in that many like restrictions, so they could host it like outside. Like obviously like you know like sports. The more people attend, you know, the more money is, is, is like gonna be on there as well. And then obviously like the funders as well are Saudi, so they're preferred in their country. Because you know, like Saudi is supposed to be like opening up under like their current crown prince. Oh yes. Yeah, obviously he's he's like he's like trying to like open up the country. So you know, uh, have, having it in Saudi Arabia is uh, is like a shout. I don't know how British fans would have coped in Saudi Arabia because obviously you can't drink in Saudi Arabia. I think maybe they would have made a concession of people like drinking or so like stuff, but I don't know. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. So so it was funny. Uh, just just on that, um, uh, you know. You watch WWE, yeah. So they they went to Saudi Arabia, and so what they did was, as part of the the deal, I'm I'm just speaking like what you said, how the fans would have traveled. So all the the women fights were cancelled because you cannot put on a shot in Saudi Arabia. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's only men who fought, no women who fought in Saudi Arabia. So so they have means and ways of doing those things. Wait, I thought for tourists there'll be exceptions like like kind of like how Dubai is, right? Yes, but Saudi Arabia is a bit of a mad one though. Wait, and, and a quick question is this the same prince who killed the um, the dude wow that's very controversial but i mean i wanted yeah. i wanted to say something about that but let me open some water that i don't want to i don't want to be in but let me not touch on that then i think the cia actually did say he's the one that ordered uh, the murder of the journalist uh Khashoggi, is it yeah if you are the the man in charge right and then you're number two or number one whatever he goes and orders the killing of someone. I mean, obviously, he had like, guys, guys. Are you sure we want to get involved in um? Want to, um, we want they listening to our. <laughs> yeah, we won't get those ads, bro. <laughs> oh, and, and the- oh, hey, you know what? It'd be funny if he, if like he owns uh, Zencaster since the since, oh, since yeah, like, yeah. It's like the Saudis own a lot of stuff that we don't even know about. But yeah, so yeah, so the next news item. Wow. Um. Do you guys invest in cryptocurrency? Nah, yeah. please let us know because I've been all all over our social media. Crypto, crypto. Yeah, I literally so like this week, it like actually began, I think, two weeks ago. So um Elon Musk, I think like his company had bought like 1.5 million uh, worth of Bitcoin. So obviously, yeah. like that made Bitcoin prices go like all the way up to I think to about sixty thousand. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, um Elon Musk comes out and says Tesla will no longer be taking uh, Bitcoin as payment. One of the reasons they started was because um, uh, Bitcoin it like uses like uh, computer power to like be mined. Mm. Obviously, like <laughs> that mining is basically using your electricity, and obviously that's not obviously electricity. Most like places like in the world they use um, fossil fuels to power like their, their like you know like their power grid, whatever. Or so obviously, like that means that it's obviously you know adding to the carbon footprint, right? And Tesla is supposed to be a green company, right? Uh, purely battery and electric and, and, and like yeah. uh, so forth so obviously them taking crypto which is basically like kind of dirty because it has like such a, like a big carbon footprint yeah that's kind of goes against their values so obviously they said they won't be taking any more crypto as soon as they said that the crypto markets literally crashed just died wow yeah so like crypto went from i think bitcoin which is like the most expensive one i think at the highest i think was about sixty five thousand dollars 
it dropped from like 50,000 to like 40,000 which is like quite a big drop oh wow yeah so obviously like right now like most of them are still like kind of like just struggling to like kind of like you know survive in a way but but then again like a lot of pe- people are reporting like you know this is like another obituary of uh, bitcoin but we've seen in the past like <laughs> you know there's been so many like obituaries about bitcoin like our oh, bitcoin is dead and this and then within like two weeks it bounces back stronger than ever you know so most people have lost a lot of money but a lot of people are saying don't sell your bitcoin or any cryptocurrency that, that you like you have wait for two weeks or like wait for however long because eventually it will like bounce back <laughs> it's, it's always weird with this stuff in it it always feels like it's just someone is just trying to mess about with this thing because i'm pretty sure tesla would have made a move earlier than this yeah i'm pretty sure but then again like you know like a lot of people are saying elon musk is like manipulating like the market in a way because hey. I mean, he has like a big sway you know what i mean you know i mean he says something and people like jump you know and mm. you know what it's, it's like crazy because a lot of people that were like backing him especially when the whole uh dogecoin to the moon thing was like happening mm-hmm. they're now against him because they think he basically made them like lose millions you know millions, oh, really? whatever you know it's kind of like crazy and the next news item i'll do two for zambia right so obviously right. Zambia right now uh i think a week ago uh campaigns began parliament was abolished and i think this week all the parties have began campaigning do not reverse <laughs> you guys vote are you guys uh back in a candidate or like a horse or anything i don't know can we vote from here i mean we could have registered to vote okay uh, i think this guys, is i'm not quite sure you know i can't remember if it the was. only way forward is dununa reverse yeah <laughs> that's the only thing lakunda knows she doesn't even know who the party is she just all she knows is dununa oh, reverse yeah. there's a new campaign song for pf kundo so you need to catch up love um, so Uncle Muntanga, um, what do you think? Do you, are, are you like a, a, a politics person or? Oh boy, yeah, I I, I did for politics, but you see the the I wanted you to finish first with the the politics news because what's what's so strange is that uh, when they were fighting for the um, for the candidates of the PF under the old constitution, uh, Lung does not qualify to run for the for the PF. Mm-hmm. But if you remember, he had uh, an, a, 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 a what do they call this uh, adjustment where you make I know what you're talking something about. instruments what they call them um, so yeah. which allowed him to to run by the oppositions they are saying because that room took over power under the old constitution so it's not qualified so they are going to file under the constitutional court not to allow him so you know in zambia we don't know how what's going to happen so i was waiting for you to finish to see and just a quick okay. question on that is, yeah. is it is this part of this new bill no so so the new bill uh bill 10 failed in 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 parliament so he oh, can it yeah it failed to go through because it needed um uh some some opposition to to back it up so it, he did not reach it so he does not stand on the butane that he wanted because butane would have allowed the president to have ultimate power and to change things without the consultation of parliament wow yeah so that's the that's the constitutional uh crisis that zambia finds themselves in now and uh one of the the zambian um i don't know how many of you know um elder kanyama Oh yeah, he he was yes he was actually the secretary for UK ZAF, 
and he went to stand in Kanyama under UPND and unfortunately he was not adopted. So he is standing as a, an independent member now. Okay. But why would he stand as an independent? I mean, he's already begun. Um... Um, because the problem, this is why we are saying, when you look at that, those kind of politics is cheap politics in the sense that because if you want to to stop the 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 luring part going through so when you lose when you are not adopted support the candidate that has been adopted by your part rather than going independent because you yeah. are now sharing the votes yeah exactly divide right. the vote isn't it? it i mean obviously like wait but quick question though mm. should elders be campaigning in yeah. in politics though <laughs> that's another topic <laughs> what's, what's, another go- <laughs> what's, what's going on there yeah i mean what's the ruling like in the sda church you know like because obviously for me like um so most of my family are actually uh, Jehovah's Witness. So I know Jehovah's Witness, they don't do anything to do with politics. Like, they don't touch politics with, like, any stick, right? Right. So what's the, what's the ruling with, um, uh, like, some of the, like, Adventists? Like, actually, Makainda is uh, SDA, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm guessing it's okay. I, I think I think the ruling differs in the sense that when you look at in the Bible, um... David was was a was a was a, a church person, but he became a ruler and he became one of the the one of the good leaders in Israel. So, the church is divided when it comes there, but there's no official stance because if you remember, even in the US, um, the this guy, uh, what's his name, the black guy who Carson Ben Carson, yes, he stood as a part of the Republican presidential candidate, and he ended up serving under Trump as a as a secretary there. Mm. Mm, but David was the king of Israel. We're now <laughs> this this world right now is not Israel, mate. <laughs> so it's a bit, um, yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, being a leader um... of Israel, like being. Obviously, yeah, but at least he had direct, um, what do you call it, Com- um, communication with God. Not sure about um, Edgar Lungu or whatever. <laughs> that's that's why that you see, David, the kings of Israel, the kings of Israel had prophets to direct them, and that's that's why I'm here to direct <laughs> to direct you people who are going into politics. <laughs> go, 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 Leonel. Yeah, I mean, but you know, Mr. President Edgar Lungu says he's, you know, he gets guidance from like up above. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Uh, anyway, I hope we don't get stopped at the border when we go back. <laughs> We've made so many enemies already, bro. We'll blacklist our names, yo. So let's be you see, careful. Yo, but on a real though, like, um, are you guys backing anyone or what? I mean, personally for me, I'll, I'll, I really want change in Zambia you know, because the corruption is like so much. Whether that whether that's through a new president, I mean that's fine by me as long as we get change, you know. Yeah, why don't you um campaign? Who me? You know, oh, yeah, a young I, person, fresh face, you know. Yo, guys, politics is dirty, <laughs> man. Like once you touch it, like yo, that's it, man. That's it. I I think I think the problem with the politics in Zambia is that it's not politics of ideas. So. At, at at one time or another, I, I considered that much to go into politics, but it's not something that, as a young person, you can go. You need, and there's a little bit, because politics is looked like you need to be old to be in politics, and, uh, you know, somewhere, somewhere there, and then you, you, you need to say a lot of lies, you know. So it's not, that's why we question Christians who go into politics because 
it is a bunch of lies and you you lie things you know you not do but you just need votes mm, so if not yeah. politics of ideas would you say politics of the belly um yes now it's politics of the belly is uh is co- is different from here yes corruption is here in politics but much of the politicians you see where they can debate things they don't insult each other they don't send their cadres to beat other people you know and all those things so you 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 find that there's a different distinct in what you want to achieve uh, as a result even when Boris and uh, Keir Starmer they are debating you see ideas coming through but in Zambia it's just say hey, tukakumona what you know and all those things and uh, so it's, it's it's dangerous we need to educate people so that when you are in a position you are not an enemy but you want the same thing but maybe the approach is different on the last last like news item for Zambia right Mm. Um, do you guys know that statue that it's, it's called the Freedom Statue? Yeah, that man who, um, yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Statue of Liberty, no? Is it yeah. Yeah, no, it's called, it's called the Freedom Statue. Can you describe it? It's literally like in Lusaka outside of the... Is it the one, the one outside of the courts? Yes. Yeah. Not, no, no, not the courts. The one, um... Isn't isn't it isn't it on like the Quacha bill? Isn't it on the on the money bill? Yeah, it's also it's it's like it's like it's like also on the money, like he's breaking chains. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh yes, the one so it's basically a statue of this this man is he has no top on and he's yeah, sort of breaking yeah. he's like uh breaking chains. So basically he actually was still alive. Yeah. You know, um he yes, um his name was uh Zankom Pundu Mutempo. And he, and yeah, and he passed away just uh, I think this week, and I can't remember the day, but it was sometime this week. So the story goes like this, right? So it is said that on December thirty first, nineteen sixty three, Mutempo was arrested and handcuffed with chains by the colonial military powers of the time. He was ordered to break free from the chains or suffer the consequences of being gunned down. Shockingly, as as he stood in front of eighteen soldiers armed with guns, he broke the chains in full view of the soldiers. Hey, so we've always had some muscle in Zambia from no need for gym, you know. Yeah, I bet those soldiers, did they run away after he did that? He becomes the statue of freedom for Zambia because if it's just like something that's like what basically like Zambia achieved when obviously they won their independence, you know, they they like broke free from the from the from the chains of um, colonialism. Yes, um, that concludes the news from me this week, and I'll catch you next week. Oh, thank you very much for that news. You see, I, I told you there's going to be some deep... I never knew about this, this statue. I, I knew and, he was there, but I didn't know that he was still alive. Yeah, and the interesting thing as well, there was this week on BBC, they, they actually had a... Uh, they released a, um, a thing about Kaunda, and they were saying how Africans are already forgetting their heroes. They, are, they, are, they did a survey, people, who, if they knew Kaunda was yeah it's just shocking isn't it? sometimes you know like uh, the, whole, the whole talk i think the word says if you don't remember where you're coming from then you don't know where you're going kind of idea in it so some of these people we need to remember especially zambian ones i'm shocked i'm still shocked about the statue one but no thanks thanks for that uh, lionel polanski thank you thank you uh, thanks for the news and we'll move straight into the the zambian segment which is by none other than the mk the prophet you know i've come i've come down from the mountain uh, glowing, my face shining, you know, wow. and I've come with some Zambian things. Yeah, I'm not sure prophets um, um, big up themselves, but we move. <laughs> no, prophets just say, prophet just tell the truth, you know, that's it, that's it. So, 
And now, the Zambian Information Station. So yeah, so um, Zambian Info, I think we'll start this time, we'll start a little bit differently. So I think I'll start again with our uh, Zambian Proverbs, Amapinda, right? And uh, as usual, what we do here, by the way, let me just explain to the guest what we normally do for this segment. I'll, I'll, I'll even put in a, a Zambian proverb and uh, I'll say it. It's a, normally a Bemba proverb, but I'll say it and I want to hear if you guys can actually translate what the meaning would be. So this one is now coming from deep, deep, deep in Bemberland. And it says, Ubufumu Wusheta Amensh. Ubufumu Wusheta Amensh. Can I just ask, is Uncle Muntanga Tonga, right? He is, yes. Does he speak Bamba, Uncle Muntanga? Do you speak Bamba? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But I, I can't, I can't, I can, I can translate literally what Marasa said, but I may not know the meaning. Okay, so okay. can you translate it that to Tonga, so maybe our Tonga listeners can uh, maybe... Um, so you say, so meaning, um, or direct, say that same thing in Tonga. Mm, I don't think whether you can say direct in Tonga, because Ubufumu say Bwami, Busheta meaning, meaning Bwami bu is something like that. That's a direct translation. Oh, of the highest order. And if I if I was to say it in in okay, so if I was to say that in English as well, direct translation in English, uh, the the chief chews water. Exactly. So what? But if I say it in Bemba, I think it adds that spice. Ufumu. So, so what, what am I trying to say here? What do you think this proverb is trying to say? Confusion of the highest order. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> For my brain, my, my brain service is hurting. <laughs> what? He's chewing water. Why is he chewing water? <laughs> okay. uh-huh. Like a bag. That's, you see, Lionel is asking the right questions. Do we, do we, do we chew water? That's why when I went like, in Tonga, I didn't say Bushet, I said drink. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said, because that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. It would not be Budia because Budia would not be eat. So, yeah. no Kudia is like different. Chipo, any, any tries? It's chewing, isn't it? Wait, but who sat there writing these proverbs? Like, who we, we need to track this person down, yeah. Because, um, you know, when you say like it, the king eats, uh, eats, um, eats water, I think it's chew because ukshetta, uk, uk, ukshetta means to yes. chew, right? Yes, exactly. Yes, I mean, first, ukshetta means let me like, let me like, first try. <laughs> but you're asking the right questions. Number one, we know, we know, no one can choose water, right. Yeah. Well, I've just tried. But but when we say at Ubufumu what do you think they're trying to say though? Exactly. I think the key word is Ubufumu and 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 this is the first proverb, and how many proverbs do you have to solve? <laughs> only only this one. Only this one today. So 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 I'll give you a clue. Uh let me let me let me try. Um Wami Buryamenda meaning in in those days the chief was an overall the the final say whatever the chief says is what is done. Ah, okay. Ooh, 
So 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 we are looking at power because when you you, you can't chew water, is it? Yeah. But it's only the chief who has got the power to do things that are not in a normal way. So meaning in 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 sometimes things that a chief would do, you may not understand it, but you have to obey because it's the he has got the overall power or the overall say in whatever has to happen in the kingdom. Wait, but what what's that got to do with water? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? He has actually broken it. He has broken it down completely. That is hundred percent correct. Wow! Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. So I can sound so, smart next time someone asks me. <laughs> so when we say "ubufumu mm. so you know, you know that thing you said about about um, who's the dude who who owns Tesla? Uh, um, Elon. Elon. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. So so you see how when he does something. It doesn't matter how weird it is because he's this big guy. When he does something, everyone will just do it as well. So when it says, it's actually saying, even when the chief, so to speak here, Mm. it it just becomes a norm. Okay, so we now Mm. all shatter a mensch. Oh, yeah. So it's actually in relation to the power, as you said, exactly. The power that the chief has. I'm gonna post that in the family um, uh, WhatsApp group today. Yeah. So what in UK terms, the Queen is it the the government basically is the umufu. The Queen, I can't like, doesn't really have. She doesn't really. No, no, but if I I put it in England, in England terms, you know what? Actually, uh, I think Lukundo is actually on the right track uh, because um, let's say like the whole white wedding, right? That came about because of Elizabeth the first, right? Is it? Oh yeah, Is it exactly. I forgot. No, sorry, not Victoria, right? I think she had like a white wedding, one of, one of these monarchs. queens. Yes. Yeah, and then obviously that obviously then became the norm. You know, like you know, um, white was seen as pure and stuff. You know. True, and and that's actually Ufumu Usheta Mensh. So if you, if you don't want to speak too much, if you just want to apply wisdom for some people, just arrive at the scene, wait for people to talk, and then you just leave and say. Wow. And you'll be you'll be well respected after that, you know. <laughs> very simple, very simple proverb, but it says it says like so much. Deep. And so in also the other pe- the other parts of this Zambian uh, segment as well is uh, also do this thing where we try to advise people maybe who are who are new trying to go to Zambia. I think we've talked about the idea of um uh in Bemba terms when you say Mwaiseni, it's just a way of welcoming people in a in a very um the basic and very um respectful way of welcoming. And then and I think the, the week after that we talked about just the idea of saying va in front of uh, someone. So it's just to show respect to someone. Sometimes people can think you're trying to be disrespectful if you don't put va. So it's just a nice a, a, a way to sort of get along with people easier in Zambia, really. If you don't want to avoid any fights or anything, just say that. And then, and then for this week, uh, it's, a, it's actually something which uh, I think is um, can be... It's about understanding the culture. So so for me, I went to, with the idea of... Um, yes, the idea of community. Uh, so in Zambia, obviously, Zambia is a, a collectivist culture, I think. The, uh, so basically, everything that happens in the culture is there's no individualism basically the concept is we really rely on your neighbors for things so it's okay to right yes for security when there's a thief in zambia you just hear uh, the night cry Kabola loyal the whole neighborhood comes up right the whole neighborhood right? comes it's a yeah, whole... 
Indoshi, yes. <laughs> there's the idea of um, so- socially as well. Uh, there's actually places in Zambia, I just read, that there are places in Zambia where if you walk past someone without greeting them, it's offensive. Oh. Or in Tonga as well. So so there's all these different things. It's very, very um, community-based uh, living. Yeah. When you don't attend someone's funeral, that is offensive to someone who is in your community, for example. I never saw you for my funeral. My funeral or at uh, whatever. You had a bereavement. And you expect the whole community to turn up and they didn't see you. So that's uh, why I say I never saw you at the funeral. Uh, I thought you meant somebody died no, and I'm said not. I never saw you at my funeral. No, obviously that didn't. Oh, come on. <laughs> you're, going, you're, going, you're going in some different realms. Bam, my head, there's, there's flying coffins. So I just came to make sure. No, none of that. So, so people need to understand that about Zambia is that when they go actually, things are actually for everyone. There would even be... Uh, receive beatings from people who are not their parents mm. because it's a collective, isn't it? Uh-uh. If you do something wrong, ah, they'll even take you to your house or we we beat your son for you. Well, yeah. and then the parents will say thank you very much. Humor. So, so, so the the thing here I wanted to add, just in finishing up as well, is just the idea of uh, Zambia also run on this idea of um, haggle and negotiate. <laughs> There's really barely any fixed prices in Zambia. It's, it's very rare, really. It's almost like it'll be like some official, official shops like Apple Store or something. Hmm. But in gen- generally speaking, in Zambia, uh, almost oh. there's almost no fixed price. So uh, today, I wanted to leave you guys with a, a a way to ask for things. So I wanted to use the the the, the few languages we have here. For me, I've Bemba. So it's just a way of asking how much something is. Yeah. Uh, just something as a tip to leave for for the the people. So, so my one in in Bemba, you just you can just say nshinga nshinga or something when you're asking for something and how much it is. Is that so in you a respectful way or is that like uh, in a general? This is a general way, which is really n- neither respectful nor uh, unrespectful. It's just nshinga. How much? It's like an informal, objective way in his way. I don't know. What's something that saved me? The first time I went to Livingston, I w- I heard someone say nizingatiapa. So is that correct then? Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing as Nishinga. It's like basically saying how much Nizingat. Nizingat, yeah. Uh, like, uh, Prophet, when you like in Lusaka, man, don't you say like Nishinga? Because I mean, I mean, don't, don't you say like uh, Zingat? I, I used to, but I realized actually people in Lusaka now really barely basically understand Bemba. I, I get away with speaking Bemba. I was trying really hard to speak Nyanja before, but but I realized like in Lusaka now, I'll just go there and just start speaking Bemba and they'll do with it whatever they want. Yeah, you know? Okay, it's better, I think, if you go to Lusaka and actually speak your own language because if you speak any other language, they'll just like rip you off, I reckon. So just a safe a safety tip is you can always haggle and, and negotiate with the price. Uh, Nishingapa or, or with uh, with Nyanja Chipo, what was it in Nyanja? Nishingat. Nizingat. Yeah, hey. No, but for some of us, like just how you dress, they'll just realize that this one I can rip this one off. So, how 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 can you advise? How can you give advice? Basically, just act confident. Act confident. Wait, say that again. I'm saying, are you not a Londoner? Yeah, but I try to dress like a Zambian when I'm. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying that if you're like a Londoner, right, you should be able to fit in anywhere. I mean, how can someone make you look mumu now? Well, that doesn't work in Zambia, mate. <laughs> yeah, but but in general, 
the, the whole concept there is if you if you, you you have to have that idea mentality that you can negotiate and uh so that is that is it for me and my part and i think we'll have the last um the last segment where we just get to learn more about our guest today now and so we have a very special guest and and for this one we actually have our very own auntie lou who's gonna uh, find out more about our guests. So over to you, Antelou. All right. So we did hear a bit of his voice earlier on, but we have, um, yeah, we have a very special guest. Um, so we call him Uncle Muntanga. Um, also known as autocracy, but I'm not sure we're doing government names right now. But um, well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you, thank you. She she said we are not doing government names. She has already done it. So <laughs> thank you. I'm glad to be here. Okay, so just to begin, we're just gonna ask you. Um, yeah, just tell us about yourself. So, yeah, who are you? Just briefly tell us about yourself. Um, brief about myself. Um, um, born in a family of eight, the last born. Um, oh, yeah, last born. Yes, I have a twin sister. Um, ah. as two girls, six boys. Okay, so could you say you have last born syndrome? You know how last borns are, they don't really, <laughs> <laughs> they don't really help out and stuff. Uh, unfortunately, I think I don't. I don't even. Uh, a lot of people don't even know that I'm my last born. You know, and you, you guys, you you can't know that I'm my last born, though. Yeah, I actually didn't know you're last born. I didn't know you. Um, family of eight, did you say? Yeah. Wow. So, who are you at the home? Are you the? Um. Yeah. How would you describe? How do you think your siblings would describe you? Um. I I think I was always. When growing up, I was the quietest, and as I grew up, I became the loudest. So, <laughs> I, <can't imagine>. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually they used to tell me that I used to be very quiet, and um, and so what happens is because I we are not fraternal. Oh no, we are not identical. We are fraternal, so we used to fight a lot. Uh, so they ended up separating us. So I didn't grow up with my parents. So my twin sister grew up with my parents. I grew up with my aunt. I'm saying that's deep. You know, like you had to fight so much that you had to separate. That's, that's imagine. That's... You know, what kind of fighting was going on here? Wow. No, so what they used to, what they told us is that um, because you know when they go to buy us clothes, they will buy clothes for a girl and a boy. So I would want the clothes for the girl, <laughs> and the girl would want the clothes for the boy. You see, oh, so <laughs> so that's part of the families. They, they 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 if they give us something to eat, I want the food. Her food, she want my food. So. The, the fight was constant and they're saying it's not conducive for these two to fight like this. Hmm. Wow. Close for the girl. I don't know what's that. Uh... I know. What's happening there, though? I, yeah, hope, but... I hope things have changed since then. Mm. And also, how did you find the experience of um, growing up away from home? Yeah, and how old were you actually when you um, left home and stuff? 
Uh, so when they separated, I remember I was just about to start the nursery, which you call now nursery. By that time, it was not called nursery. They used to take us to a welfare center. So where we used to, it's just another name for nursery. So that's the time that I was relocated to my aunt. So I don't, I, I can't remember how old I was at that time. <laughs> Wow, so you spend a lot of most of your time away from your family directly. Uh yes. So I I didn't grow up with my parents. That's that's the 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 facts. Okay, kind of probably explains why you don't have last born syndrome. You kind of had to um grow ahead of your time. So Uncle Mtango is actually a man of many stories <laughs> that we're going to hear um of today. But before we get into that, I'm just going to ask I'm going to throw a random question. Okay, so if you couldn't go back to any um, memory or age, what would you choose and why? Um, I, I think when we were growing up with my aunt, um, I think those are some of the memorable times because uh, my aunt used to be a business lady. And I remember we used to have a big garden that we that's why you see me uh, in the garden always and um we we grew up just like another you know young stars we used to play football in the you know we had all those teams and i remember if we are playing football so the whole teammates because we had to water the gardens before we go to play football so the whole teammates will have to come and help you to finish early so that you go to play football so oh, it, wow. it, yeah so it was a it was a it was a happy growing up we didn't have these things of playing in the house so th- those are kind of and i never i never thought of missed my real parents in the sense that whenever you do good your my aunt used to reward us with his shoes you know was by that time you we never just used to put shoes anyhow so shoes were for church, and I, I grew up in the Catholic. So shoes is for Sunday. Not even to go to school. We used to go barefoot in school. What? So <laughs> it's only for special occasions. Wait, so those stories about climbing hills to go to school, are they real? Like running through bushes, <laughs> being chased by lions on your way to school? Walking, <laughs> walking. Well, no, no, no lions, no lions. We didn't have lions, but it was uh, it was true stories. We used to go through the bush and sometimes we used to cross the river when it rains. So it depends on how full the river is. Sometimes you go to the river. If it's too full, you have to come back. You never go to school on that day. How many miles and what village did you grow up in? Um, so the, we used to walk about thirty minutes to school. It was not, it was not bad. It was challenging during hot season in the sense that you you cannot walk on the road because it's too hot. So you have to look at where there's grass so that <laughs> yes, exactly. Because you don't have any shoes on, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was going to give us some mad miles because dad always says, oh, 50 miles. <laughs> 4 a.m. miles walking to school. Yeah, because I mean, 30 minutes, give or take, is about maybe 3 miles, 3.5, 4 miles. Yeah, maybe. that's what I was thinking. But but also, also you mentioned, because uh, I think you grew up in Southern Province, yes? Yes, yes, yes. So uh, was it in, is this um, Mazabuka or Monze or something? Uh, so I grew up in a place called Jivuna. Jivuna is uh, in between 
Mazabuka and uh, Monze, you have to go eastwards. So there's a place called Magoe. Okay. So from Magoe, you branch off. Uh, for those who know, there's a school called St. Joseph's in Southern Province. Okay. So just just near there. Ah, and so because what I wanted to ask was, uh, you, you mentioned you actually were Catholic. Yes. Was, was uh, I know Kunda was going to get into this. So, so even your parents and everyone, your whole family was Catholic, really? Uh, no. So what happens is uh, when I was born in uh, a place called uh, Munenga in Mwanda Chingwala, so that whole area is Seventh-day Adventist place. So when uh, oh. I was now started living with my aunt, the place is whole Catholic. So ah. growing up, I couldn't remember a Seventh-day Adventist church because of the mission that settled for that St. Joseph's place. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Before we get into that, I'm just going to ask you, um, yeah, do you have any wives? Or, um, uh, I know Tonga people have wives. It's not just one wife. <laughs> Don't worry. You'll be, you'll be invited to the wedding very soon. There are no wives, no children yet. <laughs> Okay. Is that, is that uh, weddings or is it just a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. So you did mention you grew up um, Catholic, actually. So what brought you to um, who converted you? What converted you to the SDA community? So so it is. It's actually very funny in the sense that when uh, we wrote our grade seven, you were given three choices to apply to secondary schools. So I applied for. Choma Secondary, uh, Kenishas, which was a Catholic, oh, yeah. and Lusang, which was a Seventh-day Adventist. When I received my acceptance letter, I found out that I was given Monze Secondary, which I never chose. So when I went to Monze Secondary, 90% of people there are Seventh-day Adventists. So we, I would go once in a while to Seventh-day Adventists. I remember there's a time that they, they brought up the, we used to call prep by that time, going to study. So they introduced studying on Saturday. And you know, when you are, you are at school, no one wants studying. So we all became Seventh-day Adventists. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I could go once in a while, people, but, but I was a Catholic and, um, I remember we were sent by uh, the church sent a, a, a Catholic nun who used to run the RAE department. So she she encouraged me. So that's at the end of my school, actually, I wanted to be a priest. And that's how actually I found myself here up to now as to work for a Catholic organization. But... After that, when I wanted to be a priest in my family, because they were Seventh-day Adventists, so they could not uh, sign me off. You need to be signed off. Because when you become a priest, you denounce your own family to join that kind of family. Wow. Hey, so you were you, uh, going to be a priest. Hey, I think God, God saved you, boy. <laughs> What made you um, want to be a priest? How come you wanted to become a priest? I think I wanted to be a priest for the wrong reasons. Um, 
the the reasons were that uh, I saw priests driving cars oh, and they were give, <laughs> they were given gifts. You know, when you're a priest, they were given a lot of respect eh, as a father and all those things. So I think my reasons were wrong. Not that I wanted to save yes. God. No, 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 no. <laughs> we love the honesty here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So you joined the SDA church. How old were you when you... So it so happened that one of my friends that I was in the same class with, I still remember, and from that time now, I have moved from the village to Lusaka. So I was in between my uncle who was in Avondale and my brother who used to live in um, Kaunda Square. But uh, my brother is a 27-day Adventist who has said that he is actually a music director. So he he never pressurized me to go to church. So my friend started visiting me and he would just bring, you know, the cassettes, the old cassettes, uh, C.D. Brooks. So C.D. Brooks... He went deep with the C.D. Brooks, no time wasting. Uh, exactly. So C.D. <laughs> Brooks is the one who made me to join the, the Seventh Adventist. No one preached to me, no one visited me. Wow. But it was through the cassettes and... um. When I went to college, which was in Zipsip in Kitwe, uh, there was a a big uh, a big uh, crusade. crusade. Which uh, I just realized that even now Malasa's dad choir sang on that crusade, and that's how I got baptized. And that was two thousand and six. Uh, well, Malasa's not here, but uh, for me, MK the prophet, I'm here. I'll tell him oh, when you say. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, the prophet, the prophet. <laughs> so that's how I became, I, I, I got baptized. And then the following year, I ended up myself here. So I was just as brand new as being baptized. So the moment I got baptized, um, I was chosen as the chairman for youth forum uh, for that college. And then the process of me coming here. So I left. That's how I came here. Oh, wow. So your family were SDA, right? Yes. Okay. So God's always been in the background <laughs> um, working. Okay. Interesting. We're, we're, we're going to get into the interesting story times now. <laughs> um, Uncle tells some very, very interesting story times. So can you tell us, uh, <clears throat> yeah, just something that you've experienced in, I think you went to boarding school, right? Yes. Yeah, so what are some things that you experienced in boarding school? I heard there's a lot of um, stories. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are a lot. Uh, boarding school is one of the best, um, the best times um, that you can you can have. I remember to anyone who went to southern southern province, you ask them to say what's called a schooner girl. So the stories that are. Uh, one girl had um, a boyfriend in one of the schools. Did you just say schooner girl? Yeah, we need. Yeah, so so I'll, I'll tell you why it's called she's called a schooner girl. So um, we we used to have what is called inter schools competitions, sports, and oh, yeah. yes, on their way to one of those, they had an accident and that girl died. So uh, she now she's looking for her boyfriend in all the schools. So what we used to do, and this is with my own, my own ears. Uh, 
when you sleep, you hear like a schooner moving. He said, you hear it. Just to explain to other people as well listening, a, a, a schooner is a, basically a high-heeled shoe, right? High-heeled uh, shoes ladies wear. And you know how it makes that sort of sound when you're walking. Wait, what type of bondage did this man have on this on the girl that she has to come back from the grave to <laughs> to look for him? Who died? Is it the girl died or the man died? So the girl died. So the girl is coming to look for her boyfriend in schools. And um, one distinct thing is she will never take more than three steps at a time. So let me get this straight. Uh, so you were saying that um, at your school... Mm-hmm. The the legend of this schooner girl ghost is that is the story explained. Yeah, but then you, so you are saying you yourself heard this. I I I heard it was not explained. I heard, and it's not only my school. So all the boys' schools in Southern Province, anyone who you know went to a boys' school, ask them about the. Just mention the schooner girl; they will tell you the story. That was going to be my question next. Like, was it in every single school? Because obviously then we can like rule out like it was just someone like, you know, tapping on something. No, it, it, it was only the schools which has got boys. So it was never, say like for St. Joseph's, which had girls, they never had that problem. So it was only the, the, the schools which had boys. And they said this is something that has been there for years and years. So we never even used to get scared when you hear this. They would just shout, schooner girl, and then it would disappear. Uh-uh. So wow. you people will go back to sleep after hearing um, footsteps. But why do you shout? Why why not oh. catch a girl? Why not why not wait for her with a sack and then catch her or something? I don't know. You you can't catch a ghost. It's a ghost. So, <laughs> so no one sees it. It comes in the dark when you switch off the light. So when in in boarding school, you have a routine. So 10 p.m. lights are off. So when you you and you remember. You are not alone in the whole wing. You are about maybe we used to be 32 of us. What? So you know you are not alone. So you just shout, Skuna girl, and everyone wake up. What do you guys think? Do you guys think this is someone probably playing a prank in the schools? Or do you reckon <laughs> maybe some funny activity? I mean, I mean, he's saying this 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 has been happening for years, right? So I would say that it's something part of a society that all these other schools also adopted over time or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe like one started it and then these legends became what they are, you know, like, like maybe like part of like, maybe I don't know, prefects or somebody in some sort of society, whatever. They just like did it like every now and then. I mean, it's good to keep everyone, you know, like on edge, you know, it's a fun, like environment, but then again, it's in Zambia. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I I suspect the teachers still. The teachers were thinking, ah, these kids, let's get them to bed. Let's <laughs> let's start knocking on the uh, on teachers, the floor. Yeah, you're right, you know, teachers. Well, the, the the we we had a lot of uh, strange things, but I think Skunake is one of the distinct thing that uh, everyone who attest to that. Yes, we had a lot of suspicion. Some teachers were doing dodge things. But on the schooner, she will come around the two, three in the morning. So I don't know, maybe it's, but then how can it be felt in Mons? It's felt in Kalomo, it's felt in Choma, you know, and all those things. So that's why I'm saying, I, I don't know. I, I believe that ghosts are there, but I 
don't believe that they can harm us. Mm, what about you, Chipo? Are, are you scared? Are you still there? What's going on? Still here, man. I'm still here. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly. I think they're there, but like, I'm not. I say I'm not scared until it, I have a. <laughs> I mean, I'll be like, I'm not that scared. Let me just mm. But, but I, I heard you've, you've got some mad stories as well, but we'll save that for another. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I'm not that mad scared, you know. Mm, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Some of us, uh, I'm not trying to hear any schooner girl. <laughs> but okay. Okay, now, just to get a fun fact about you, um, can you tell us a f- funny story about yourself or something embarrassing or something that yeah just a fun fact about yourself um do we say embarrassing or dangerous let, let me tell you something <laughs> that i did which was dangerous and which uh, i wouldn't want anyone to to, to do it. Uh, uh, it it was a it was at school um so we didn't have water 24/7 but we had three times when water used to come but we had a tap which three times three times so six in the morning uh 12 30 and about four or five somewhere there <laughs> so if you want to bath you bath around that, those times uh-huh. so um and then we had what used to be called a pump house or water house so where the water used to be pumped from so there were bananas in that and it was surrounded by you know the mesh wire okay so now for us as boys, you know, you just want to be not, and we saw some rip, rip, uh, uh, ripe bananas. Yeah. So we thought, okay, at night, when everyone is watching a movie on Saturday, we're going to go and steal those bananas <laughs> to cut off. <laughs> so now we were three of us. So we we got. <laughs> Wait. So on, instead of you following Jesus, um feeding the people you're going to steal the bananas on the Sabbath. <laughs> but remember now we are we are at school you are bored you don't have anything to do better. <laughs> and there, there are no girls to chat to so you, you just so stealing bananas is the next choice, isn't it? <laughs> oh he's feeding himself guys he's feeding him so what they say like do not begrudge a man who is hands or something like that. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a prophet. But... <laughs> yeah so we we scan we go there so you know if you because they were high, so you need to put somebody on your shoulder somewhere there. So somebody was on on top of my shoulder, and he has a knife. So I don't know where we got that knife. So as he's cutting, you know the the whole bunch of the thing, not knowing that you know when the bananas at the bottom, there's those leaves that curve like that. Yes. Mm. There was a whole wasp behind that there. Wow. Oh boy! And as he was cutting, it, the whole thing fell into his shirt. Ah. Hey, you, you see the power of God. You people, you people are playing with God on the Sabbath. <laughs> and, and now, just the noise he made made me because I didn't know whether it was a snake or what. So I dropped him, oh. and. He, and he broke his leg, his his hand, on oh. trying to fall on the thing. Oh. Now, this is at night. This is about 11 p.m. Mm. How do he's crying and the whole hand went like that. Aye. And so, he, so he 
So it broke by the elbow? By the elbow, because when he went, he was trying to support his leg you know, from falling. Because me, I don't know, maybe it's a snake that has beaten him. <laughs> so now... Wait, why? Instead of you to save your friend, why you... <laughs> <laughs> why did you drop your <laughs> because of the noise he made it he made, I don't know so now how do we tell the school authority that so now first of all we had to crawl ourselves under the wire to come out of that house carry him to the administration block and go to report to the deputy headmaster to bring the, the van to drive him to Monzi General Hospital at night yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, the story he because if he told what happened, he would have been suspended. So the story never came out. <laughs> so what was the story that was told? So no. the story is that we were in the because you know we used to do our business in the bush. We never because of water, we never used to use toilets. Oh, this oh. Is so we the story was that when we were in the bush, we heard something, and as he was running, he fell down. And that's how he broke his his wow. his, his Wow. <laughs> mm, come and see. I thought you were the leader of the youth at church. I mean, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even fault you because those bananas are mad sweet. You know, you know, like those small ones in Zambia. Ah, those bananas are sweet. <laughs> oh yeah, boy. Let's not go there, guys. Let's not go there. <laughs> so so, the, so the, that's one of the stories that are mad and I, I'm I'm still in touch with my the 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 guy he has healed he's he's all right we laugh about the story so but those were some of the school stories you had to remember I was by that time I was I think we were in grade 10 so that's about 14 15 somewhere at that age wow okay makes sense makes sense okay interesting um yeah, what an interesting life. I think we need to have you back for part two um, another day. But yeah, thank you. Um, yep, guys, that was Uncle Montanga. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for more. Hopefully we'll get him back another time again. <laughs> but yeah, that's all from me. Thank you very much, Antelou. We've actually um, we've actually not even touched the surface when it comes to Uncle Montanga. There's so much more deep things. <laughs> uh, that was very interesting. But we would definitely have some things. Uh, but um, no, but, but uh, hold on a second. I, I want to know: Did the guy get stung by the bees? Uh, so it was not the bees; it's all the wasps. But they're stinging. They stung him. They, 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 the wasps are worse than bees. Did they sting him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they stung. That, that's why he was shouting because the whole the thing was stinging him everywhere. Oh wow! So yeah. the whole chest was was solid. Wow. Well. <laughs> just just to say guys um i i i remember for me my my story I, i've been stung by wasps before when i was trying to be adventurous on a mango tree oh, and that boy. story didn't end well because i just let go of the branch and just i just landed i don't even know how i landed but wasps are not are not something you need to <laughs> don't play with them but no thank you very much and and for me just to finish up as well this section as well um uh, we do have um of have you have you guys heard of um, a famous thing before called the actors studio famous uh, thing used to come on on tv no. it was basically about james james lipton used to go around interviewing famous actors and uh, it was very good very good program i would say but it used to have different questionnaires and i want to ask you the same ones because i think these are like basics okay. into little insights so let me see what you say the hot seat so uh, question one, 
What is your favorite word? Uh, favorite word, happy. Oh, happy. Okay. Question two. Happy Sabbath. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Sad. Oh, just in, in, so as a word, the, yeah. the worst word for you is sad. Yeah. Mm, these are some Sabbath answers. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, question three, which is interesting, uh, which uh, you can take it however you want to. What turns you on? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> oh, that that's that's a little bit there's chip on my knees here, so I would not say a lot. Um <laughs> I, I, I think when I see uh happy people, <laughs> I I get I, I become happy. You know, uh, happy environment makes me happy. That 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 <laughs> turns me on in different directions. <laughs> so this is the answer. So if I'm not here, should I go and then you tell the real answer and then you let me know? <laughs> Mas- you come back. Oh, um, Mr. Prophet, this is the this is the elder over here. Can't answer this question. Anyway. Hey, hey, to be fair though, t- 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 turning you on just has to do with what 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 brings your mood up, you know? What what is the thing that is you, you know what I'm saying? What things do you vibe with? Of, of course. It's English, you know, it's English, it says a lot about people, isn't it? Like when you think about it, just think something else. But okay, here we are. Exactly, you know. I'm just a prophet here, you know. So if I was to say what turns you off, what would you say? Um what turns me off is uh, actually like what I say that first arguments. Mm. Oh, okay. I think that's one for me as well. Mm. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? I oh, this this is so fun. I like high pitched sound. Really? Uh, um, not like yeah, like uh, normally when I'm sad, I'll put things like opera music, and those Italian ladies have to sing at the topest of their their <laughs> their voices. Boy, you know that. You know the ones when you're sad, so you have to play sad music to cry more in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, that's interesting. Uh, I thought I, I thought you'd say like maybe you like the sound of as, as a Tonga man, you like the sound of cows in the field. <laughs> but hey, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> so, what sound or noise do you hate? Ooh, um, sound and noise I hate. You know, when I was growing, I never used to like the sound of an owl. Is it an owl? Oh yeah, I had I, I had that sound. It used it's it's associated with bad things. <laughs> okay, fair enough. These are good uh, questions. Uh, well, these are these are James Lipton's questions, bro. <laughs> so, uh, question eight: um, What profession? Uh, I had to skip a few there because there's there's things which are not Adventist here. For example, <laughs> what is your, what is your favorite curse word? That's not an Adventist thing, you know. I'd like to so, know. Why is his favorite <laughs> curse word? <laughs> so we'll move rapidly to question eight. Uh, what profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? And by the way, can you give us a quick uh, thing? I think you did economics, right? Yes. So, so uh, profession, I'm um, an economist. Uh, one of the, the, actually, I wanted to attempt being a pilot. Mm. Wow. Okay. You attempted a few things. You have high priests and now pilots. Boy. Hey, that's a, I like I like that. I like that. That's a big big ambition. Uh so and then and then in terms of question nine, what profession would you not like to do? Oh, um what 
Um, a scientist. I, I don't like scientists. Ouch. I am so sorry, guys, the people in here listening and uh, and everyone else. I'm so sorry, but yeah. Uh, we we love all people, but it's just a profession, you know. It doesn't like yeah, it doesn't like chip, science. Not cheaper, but <laughs> okay. Oh. Question question ten, the the final question, uh, which is uh, interesting. I know I know James Lipton wasn't a uh, a Christian, but the the question says uh, if heaven exists. I mean, Christians we know it exists. Uh, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive, so called, at the pearly gates? Well done, well done, my son. Okay. That's it with the quick fire questions. You heard it. I think we've got to know Uncle Tanga a bit more. Yeah. And, uh, and James and Lipton. A, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot more about Uncle Tanga that we still don't know, but I'm sure in the future episodes, we'll, we'll have him again, I'm sure. I, I can't wait to go back and see what stories I've missed because... Oh, bro, you <laughs> missed so many interesting questions. There's a schooner girl. There's so many things. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so... That, that wraps up the ending um, and we hope to see you guys again. Any final words from, from you guys? I know Chippy, Lionel, and uh, even, even Wenzel. <laughs> Wenzel Washington. <laughs> yeah, um, so, just not, not, I'm sure a lot of people have, have kind of seen this video. It's been circulating like since last week, I think. I think I saw it last week, early, I think. Yeah, early last week. I don't know what day, guys. I don't know where I am right now. Um, but it's just <clears throat> so it's just regarding this um family in Zambia called the Mbai family. Um, basically, um, just a little um background. It's like uh, it's a family of like I think twelve disabled members of a family. Um, you know they are literally struggling. Um, and I think. You know, even with they're still doing the usual, the farming, going to school, um, and stuff like that. And and there was a little video that that um was taken, um, by someone I don't know who, and it reached out to us. So a GoFund page has been made to just help the family to assist them. So they've been reaching out to them. There is actual physical communication, um, in Zambia, and it's actually being communicated to us here as well. So we know that things are being done. Um, so a GoFundMe page was was created and they're trying to just make some money um, for this family just to help them uh, in terms of just buying, um, uh, um, what's it called, equipment, like wheeled bicycles, I think, that they mentioned there. So they can even use it with, with mobilizing and they can also use them in farming for them to sustain themselves. And one thing as well that they're trying to do is that they're, they're trying to take, um, there's a young boy. Boyd, I think his name is. Um, maybe I said that wrong. Yeah, Boyd is nine years old. They're trying to take him to a boarding school. Um, because his school currently takes two hours for him to get there, and being disabled as well, it's a bit difficult. Um, so and with the news, from what I know, they have managed to buy him like the uniforms and um, and I think they've even secured a place for him at a school um so so far the, the i think on the page we've got 125 pounds on there um but just to let you guys um know so he will be be he will be picked up sunday this sunday like after tomorrow and he will be going to school on monday this is boy um 
so things are actually actually moving forward so just to let you guys know we'll put a link in the in the podcast area there i think uh wenzel you sort that out and we'll put it on our social media as well so if you guys you can just look it up any little helps it can go a big way to help out this family and buy a family but that is pretty much it from me um so yeah let's just help out wherever we can whatever we can yeah cheers for that over uh and you can now lead lead us lead us moses where we're supposed to go (laughs) (laughs) oh my word (laughs) 